I'm Lake Miller. Joining me is Emily Cunningham. Welcome to Gym City Diversity, a podcast where we talk about diversity and inclusion in the Dayton area. We are from the National Conference for Community and Justice of Greater Dayton, or NCCJ. NCCJ works in the Miami Valley to increase understanding around the topics of diversity and inclusion. NCCJ is committed to amplifying the voices of the people we serve. This episode will be highlighting voices of members of our community who have participated in Black Lives Matter protests in the past several weeks. NCCJ stands with protesters in this difficult time. We want to first share in the disgust, heartbreak, and anger over the deaths of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and the countless other black and brown victims of racial oppression, police brutality, and violence. As an organization and a community, we have been asking ourselves several questions over the last week. How do we remember and celebrate the lives of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and the others who have lost their lives to police brutality? How do we as an organization respond to these tragedies and commit to change? Hello everyone, I am Jenny Meekin and I am currently going into the 8th grade at McKinney Middle School and I attended the Black Lives Matter protest in Yellow Springs. I decided to attend this protest because I thought it would be interesting to see how people of my race and ethnicity and people in my community are dealing with this current like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor um sort of phase and I thought it was very interesting to see all these young people and people of different cultures and my ethnicity bringing coming together and just sharing a moment and and sharing something that we can all relate to and I what I did at this protest was I was holding a megaphone and I was leading the chants for while we were walking and there were so many people who were there and supporting me and who were doing the chants with me and I thought that I was like wow this is amazing and I think how it represented my town a small village in the middle of Ohio was it makes us feel like it makes the entire community of not just Yellow Springs, but of Dayton and Cincinnati and all of the towns who are supporting George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, that they feel that they're not alone, that all the little towns out there in the world are supporting what happened. And the long-term effects will be, we're not going to stop until we are heard, until someone takes action it will not be over in just one simple protest. It will be all over the world, and we will not stop. We will continue until something is done, until we are heard, and until something can be done about racist police and police brutality, and until African Americans can feel equal and not feel scared when we are crossing the street in front of police officers and not feel scared when we walk past a police car and not feel scared when we are walking home and a police pulls us over and asks where we are going. We will not stop until we are all equal, until we can all do what 
normal people can do every single day. We are living in fear. I am living in fear that when I step outside of Yellow Springs and go somewhere, I have the fear that I am going to be stopped by a police officer and asked what I'm doing when I'm with my friends. I do not want to live in this fear. I want to be equal like every other white person in this world. We all want to be equal and we deserve to have that equality. We deserve to have that knowing, that sense of freedom and equality. We deserve to feel like a normal person because we are not just black people and white people. We are all people. And I feel like not just white equality, everyone needs equality. I want my race to feel equal. And I will not stop until I get the equality that we all deserve. Hello, my name is Mitchell Foster. I am from Columbus, Ohio, and I go to The Ohio State University, where I am a rising junior and where I work in a neuroscience research lab. So I decided to attend the Black Lives Matter protests because I didn't want to sit idly by while my people were being killed, like, everywhere. And I also decided to go because the police have become too powerful, too militarized, and I really think our necessity for the police has completely waned, and we don't really need them anymore. While I was there, I saw a lot of people, like thousands of people, and starting it, it was, like, at, at first, it was relatively peaceful. We were doing solidarity marches. We were doing chants. And there were, like, many different different types of people there. Like there were obviously black people, but there were also white people, people of color, indigenous people, queer people, straight people. It was a whole multicolored cult. Also, while I was there, as time went by, we were basically attacked by the police officers for peacefully protesting. There was tear gas used. One of my friends were maced. A congresswoman got maced. A, a couple people from the uh, the Columbus City Council were maced. And it was just like pandemonium. There were cops trying to trample people with horses. And it was, it was really scary. Like, I think that was one of the times in my life where I truly felt terrified. The entire day for Columbus, it represented many different people, different types of people coming together and basically stating that Black Lives Matter and we won't take this anymore, like Black people will not be killed anymore. I think the Black Lives Matter protests are only beginning and I really think these protests are really going to make us redetermine and reevaluate how 
we do public safety and if the necessity of police is really there. And also, I really think it, like I said before, in Columbus, it brought a lot of people together and it really, like, it really showed people power. My name is Joshua Knowles. I'm a 33-year-old black male from Dayton, Ohio. I'm a small business owner in the area, and I'm also on the board of NCCJ Greater Dayton. I decided to attend the most current Black Lives Matter protest for the same reason I decided to, to attend the protests following the uh, Trayvon Martin verdict because I felt like I was outraged. I, I felt like enough was enough. And um, I wanted to make my voice heard in that situation. When I attended the most recent Black Lives Matter protests, what I saw was I saw very many Daytonians who felt the way I do. I could see it in their eyes, the pain, the outrage, the want for this to end. I saw people exercising their First Amendment right to protest and they were protesting the denial of basic human rights, particularly amongst African-American people in not just Dayton, but across the country. And I also saw backlash. I also saw people get tear gassed and pepper sprayed. I was tear gassed myself for exercising that First Amendment right. That makes no sense to me. I also, uh, I saw young people who you know, didn't necessarily have control over their rage. And I saw, you know, some of us people who have a little more age on us, you know, help kind of guide some of that rage. I think the entire day ended up representing um, for the city and city of Dayton and across the country, kind of a shift, um, a moment where we've decided that we're not going to really take certain treatment anymore for certain people in this country, for black men, for black women. I think that there was some, some, uh, there were multiple messages there. Um, I think people, some people may have confused this moment for just a moment that represents George Floyd or just a moment that represents black males. And that's just not true. It's a, an entire buildup that has really gone on for 401 years. And it definitely includes our sisters, Breonna Taylor, Sandra Bland, just to name a couple. And so I, you know, I think that there's some lost messaging in, in there. What do I think the long lasting effects of the Black Lives Matter protests will be, I, I think it will be short lived if we don't put some comprehensive planning, some comprehensive strategies into place to go along with the protests. We've already seen some policy changes and some some different acts and things like that, but you know we've seen acts, we've seen policy changes. We're we're we're, we're tired of acts. We need institutional change, and if we don't implement 
comprehensive strategies to to follow up to to supplement the protesting, then the changes will be short lived. If we don't vote, if we don't, uh, if we're not able to fund the movement, then the changes will be very short lived. So it depends on what the next steps are in the movement. My name is Madison. I'm from Yellow Springs, Ohio. I'm 20 years old and currently a student at Clark State Community College. I had decided to attend the Black Lives Matter protest in Yellow Springs because I decided I truly wanted to be a strong ally for the black community and fight for what I believe in. Um, I believe that police brutality against blacks and people of color is a huge issue in America and it needs to be addressed and solved right now. I believe that white people should be using their privilege to help the black community right now. I mean, every day I'm learning of the privileges I experience because of my skin color. When I do learn about these privileges, I try to figure out how I can use them to benefit the black community and um, other people of color. Growing up, my family was pretty conservative and Christian. Um, I was raised in church and with pretty conservative views. When I moved to Yellow Springs at 14, some of the opinions and views I had were very different than what I believe in today. I think it's actually really cool um, to look back and reflect and see how much I have changed as a person the past couple years because I've really taken the time to educate myself and learn about, you know, what's really happening in America and what's happening to black people and people of color. And I think it's really important as a young person to open my eyes and see what's happening and figure out what I can do as a young person to help fight with the black community against racism and fight for what I believe in. What I did... Um, you know, reflect and look at the views my family had versus the views I had, they were very different. So that did have some problems here and there. It was hard to stand up to my family sometimes because growing up, I was a big people pleaser. So sometimes I would just agree with them on their views just because I didn't want to start a fight. That was really hard. Recently, I have decided to stand up for what I believe in and really use my voice and speak out against them because I think it's really important as a white person to use our voice against other white people, especially our family and friends, because, you know, black people don't really get the option to do that um, without being ignored or just beaten down and just, it's really sad. So I had decided to stand up against other white people who didn't believe what I believed because I knew that I could help change, you know, help maybe open their eyes, help educate them. I knew I needed to use my voice. My fiance is actually a black man and he has helped me a lot recently. He's helped me learn and grow during these times. He has helped me open my eyes to see the real stuff that happens every day to black Americans. It was really hard at first to admit and accept the fact that I was ignoring what was happening to the black community. It was really a punch in the face when I finally admitted to being a white person who wasn't doing anything. Um, I started posting on social media. I started using my voice on social media, but I realized that was not enough. Everyone can hide behind social media. You know, you're not face to face with someone. And I realized I needed to use my voice. And so that's when I decided, you know, it's time to protest. It's time to go out and really stand up.
Um, when I went to the protest in Yellow Springs, it was actually my first protest I'd ever been to. Um, I saw so many people from the community and even people that weren't from the community. It was really awesome to see all these people come together and fight for the same thing. It went really peacefully. I know a lot of the protests that had been aired on the news recently, you know, around the United States and around the world actually had been pretty violent one way or another, but Yellow Springs went pretty smoothly. It was peaceful. It was safe. The police had actually helped block off the roads. So when we did our march through town and on 68, it went really smoothly. You know, we had no issues with ongoing traffic. It was, it was a really awesome experience. It was really cool to see people come together, you know, and fight for the same thing. It was really awesome and amazing to show the black community, like, we are here for you and we will continue to fight every day for you. So it was really awesome. I hope that the protest really shows, you know, community members in the police department that racism has no place in Yellow Springs. We will not accept it and it it's not welcome here. So I really hope that this protest did affect Hill Springs. I hope it I hope it affected the police department. I hope it affected the outside people. I just really hope it made a difference. I know I will continue to do my part and do everything I can to help the black community and I really think that everyone should be using their voice right now too. Hey guys, my name is Danny. I am a twenty one year old waitress, nursing school student, and camp counselor at Anytown with the NCCJ. On Saturday, June 6th, I attended my first ever Black Lives Matter protest. Getting out on the streets and protesting is something that I had been feeling the need to do. The biggest reason for this is that I'm a huge advocate for the changes needed in our society right now. A belief that I've always held strong in is that all people deserve to be treated equal, and unfortunately, society has not been treating our black communities the way they deserve to be treated. And in times like this, I know that it is my duty as a white ally to support the black community. The protest that I attended was in Yellow Springs, a small town about 30 minutes outside of Dayton. Yellow Springs is my hometown, and something that is really special about YS is that we as a community strive to be inclusive. Yellow Springs is a big tourist town, so on a hot sunny day, you're bound to run into loads of people from all over the greater Dayton area. Having this protest on a Saturday, which is a huge tourist day in town, was really powerful because it not only spread the message to those who live in Yellow Springs, but to those who are visiting. As 200 plus people began to gather on the main drag of town, you could really feel the love and support in the air. This community, my community, had truly come together in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. As you walked down the sidewalk, the names of victims lost to police brutality were written in chalk. These names spread far down the street and really brought perspective to the amount of people whose lives have been taken. As we stood out along the main drag, holding our signs and taking part in chants, many cars drove by honking their horns in support. It was incredible to see the amount of people who drove by and supported what we were doing. After about an hour, we took nine minutes of silence to honor George Floyd. Something that was really amazing that happened during these minutes of silence was a gentleman and his wife came biking down the road and decided to get off their bikes and participate in the moment of silence. 
Not more than a few minutes later, a large military convoy came driving down the road. Simultaneously, every protester went down on their knees. You could really feel the love, anger, and pure drive for change in this moment. For me personally in this moment, it felt like we were truly getting the message out there. Moments like these are moments that give me hope that all these protests are truly going to make a change. I believe that the protests in Yellow Springs, Dayton, and beyond are going to get the government to make change. Change that is overdue and is critical for our society. I left this protest feeling hopeful and eager to go to more. The more we talk about this, the more we fight for this, and the more we vote, the better things will get. The key to all of this is to stay educated and not let up. Change is coming, and we must all keep fighting for it. Thank you for tuning in to Gem City Diversity. Come back next time as we dive deeper into diversity and inclusion. For more information on NCCJ and diversity within the Miami Valley, go visit www.nccjgreaterdayton.org. Make sure to like NCCJ of Greater Dayton on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at nccj underscore of underscore greater underscore Dayton, and follow us on Twitter at nccjdayton.